Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments Podcast and a little bit of everything with me. This is a collaboration episode special with the Coupon Queenpin from CQP Moments Podcast and Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything with me. We are going to be recapping the hit show on Netflix called Firefly Lane, episode five, season two called Simple Twist of Faith. In this episode from Double Date in 1975 to Telly search to her father in 2004 and Telly and Kate try to take control of their futures, but faith might get in their way. Why, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. I am doing this solo. My amazing co-host, the Coupon Queenpin, is very busy with her work, and she's like, I can't do this. So you know what? I figure I do this on my own and still give you guys a recap. So to all the CQP listeners out there, hey, guys, how's it going? I hope I can really do a good recap because we all know that Coupon Queen Pin really does an amazing job. And again, I hope this does justice. So I apologize in advance if you feel like my recap isn't that great. It's always good when you have uh, another person doing it with you. So because of her schedule, I'm doing this solo. So let's get into this because this has been an amazing season so far. There's a lot of going back and forth in different time zones. And I'll be honest, it was hard to keep up uh, in every episode because there's so much that is being covered. So you're going to see here relationships from past to present. And obviously the, the relationship that's been evolving with Johnny and Kate in the present moment and how, you know, there's people around them who want to pursue a relationship and then we see how they react to that. So it's pretty interesting because we were finding out like obviously in the last couple episodes of their separation and them really trying to make this work, especially co-parenting with their daughter. So let's get into this. So we start off at the beginning of in the present moment where we have Kate and Tully um, really just getting ready for this series, right? So her plan is to have her mother talk about her father at the beginning and she's really hoping to get some answers for this docuseries and hopefully by the end of this really meet her dad so they're all in telly's house at her apartment oh sorry her penthouse (laughs) in the building that she lives in i feel like i got to say that correctly because i feel like kate would have came back to me and say no it's a penthouse like get it right so they're they're ready getting set up and um, her mom appears in the kitchen and says, is it okay if I can go? Have you started yet? And they were both in shock because we didn't expect her to be ready because for all this time, all her time, and I apologize for raising my voice as I stand away from my mic. I did not expect her to really be able to do this on camera, especially on a docuseries. And I feel like it for her, it's like, yes, we didn't have a great past, especially in a relationship between them. But now it's more of, shoot, I'm getting to that age. She's old enough. I think she deserves now to know who her father is. So that's where I feel like that's this is where it's really coming from. So 
Kate's just like, well, you don't have to do this. Are you sure you want to do this? Like, is she even ready? Is Cloud even ready for this? So these two having, you know, this dynamic relationship between friends and giving her that, I guess, consolation, so to say, does that make any sense? Or I should say, well, more like having that support system. And I feel like at this moment, Tully's very lucky to have Kate, even though they've been through so much, which we've seen it in the past episodes and this last season. And of course, this present season, we've seen so much of their friendship. So you know what? Of course, her PR, which I forget her name, uh, she's really excited. because She's like, oh my God, we go up like five points, people. Let's just get her ready and let's just do this. Um, so they start sitting down and let's get this interview started. Cameras are rolling. So we've seen this a lot in shows where they are filming, but then there's another film crew filming the part of the script that needs to get done, which is pretty cool when I see that. But, um, you know, they start this interview and Cloud was just like, you know, he was a very handsome man. Um, I met him at a bookstore and I just fell in love with him. He was a prep school kid. He had a privileged, really good life. And pretty much he was uh, able to get everything he wanted. And um, through their uh, relationship as teenagers, she ends up getting um, pregnant with Tully. And when that pregnancy happened, apparently her father was very happy but they always tried to escape, but then they couldn't because they always got caught. And, you know, there was something between the both families. And Cloud actually expresses the fact that her father was very verbally and also abusive to her, which is so unfair, especially when you're pregnant. And I'm trying to figure out where her mom, like, where is... Well, Telly's grandmother, we see her, but at that time, where was she? You know what I mean? Um, you know, for all of this to happen, because we obviously see her raising Telly later on as a teenager, but we don't see her, you know, she doesn't mention about it. She just says how her, do her dad was really uh, just telling her, no, you can't do this. Or how could you be pregnant? Like we see a little snippet of it. So they try to escape, but they couldn't. And then one day he actually gets she gets this letter saying like because he's flying off to Europe for school to become to do poetry and all of a sudden you know things change he changed his mind about it and um he wishes her the best of luck basically so of course she's upset about it because they were she saw that he was very happy and they were gonna have this child one way or another and he was just gonna be there for her and it's really sad because, you know, you're hoping that Telly is able to really find um, her dad eventually, right? Um, but, you know, she's trying to put the pieces in her in, in her mind, like, okay, you know what, is this, what, where are we going with this? Um, she does explain how, even after that, she tried to go to the family's house. And this is where things get crazy, that she is a, a, ben, a ben, ben Swinger. I can't even pronounce names and I apologize. So she is shocked about it. Like all this time, this man is technically my uncle, which is his older brother, which she explains that, you know, imagine a person that is so hurtful and hateful and gives you goosebumps down your spine. That's how he is. 
So all this time she was related to that family. But we also find out that the older brother pretty much tried to pay her and every single time she'll knock on the door because she needed help. She needed sister. She needed to know where this man was. The man that she fell in love with, with which is his younger brother, Bing Swinger's younger brother. Now we kind of go back into, I guess you should say the two, what is it? The 1994 years. And... Um, I did forget to mention, though, before we get into 1994, that Kate was just like, oh, my God, all this time, like, you were a part of that family? Like, this is crazy. Like, I remember when you did a segment of him and he treated you like crap. Like, how is this even possible? Going into 1994, we do see um, really Telly chasing after this article of Ben Swinger and his idea, like, what his his intentions are running and everything. They're trying to pick things out to see what they can exploit. So she's in the office. She grabs this bag of garbage. She knocks it over to, um, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Danny, there we go. That's his name. Danny's desk. And he's just like, what the heck are you doing? She's like, well, I'm going to find something here. I got to find something to exploit him. So these two dynamic at this point, you know, it's okay. Let's just say this. They are lovers. Just lovers, I guess, part-time lovers, but friends with benefits. Oh, I can't believe I was forgetting the term. Friends with benefits, and they are working together in the same station, but now it's like, I feel like there's some feelings behind them. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like there's some sort of feeling. So she's sitting there trying to figure out, okay, what could I get? Is there a mistress or something? Oh, there's a receipt to this place. It's called PJ. So he's like, well, I'm going to go there. I'm going to see what's going on because he wants to catch the story. But I feel like he also likes her too, a telly. And, you know, why not? I, I feel like he does things in a way so he can have and spend more time with telly and be able to obviously do his job, chase down the stories, but do it with her and do it together. I don't know. That's my thing about this. I don't know how you guys are feeling about that. So we see Kate come and she's like, oh, I've got this headache. Like, it's just crazy. Like, I need some um, aspirin. So there's aspirin on uh, her desk. And <laughs> what's crazy is she takes one and Telly's like, well, that's not aspirin. She's like, but it's aspirin, right? And she takes one. And Danny's like, well, I need one because you're giving me a headache. And she's like, well, it's not aspirin. And then she's trying to explain to Danny, it's not aspirin, it's ecstasy. So Kate freaks out and she's like, well, Kate, I, I'm not joking. It is funny, but you've taken ecstasy. And she's like, but how's that funny? Like I've taken an oath of journalism of not to, to be under the influence. And here I am. And then she's like, all of a sudden she stops and she's like, I gave one to Johnny because I thought this was aspirin. And you think it's taken effect. So we see this next scene um, where he's in the weather room and he's just like, you know, obviously <laughs> in a different dimension with this ecstasy. Um, and he's just like, I could do the weather. Like you see rainbows. It's like uh, the place is spinning and he's having such a ball of a time telling the weather. So we've seen Johnny at this point, really the ecstasy taken in. And he is in a different world. So Kate's like freaking out. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I've never done this before. What am I supposed to do? So, you know, 
tell he's just playing it cool. Like, you know, it's okay. You know, it's going to wear off. Just drink a lot of water. And then she's like, well, wait, what, what's going to happen to me? Like, is it going to take effect? She's like, yeah, I'll give it like half an hour. And then you're going to be there too. So they tell Johnny that he's taken ecstasy and obviously he's not processing it. And he's just being, um, how can I see this? Very friendly. He's like enjoying the little things like a pen, a box, like even a tissue he gets excited for. So of course, Kate is like panicking. Like, what am I going to do? We have work to do. We have a a news segment to produce. And (laughs) what the heck are we doing? So you know, Kate's just letting them know it's going to wear off. Just drink a lot of water, hydrate. And of course, Kate uh, follows Danny because Danny's just like, you know what? I'm going to head out. I'm going to check out this place out that we call PJs and I'm going to see. And she's like, well, you can't leave. And she's like, that's my story. Like, I have to go. This is my thing. I need to go find out what's going on. So Kate just tells Telly, listen, you just need to go. Don't worry about me. This, this story is more important and don't worry about it. I think we should be fine. And she lets uh, Kate know that Mutt, obviously, this is a usual thing for him to take. So she advises him, don't worry, you're going to be taken care of. Just ask Mutt and don't worry. I'll let Mutt know to take care of you guys and I'll be back. So off they go. Telly and Danny are going to, um, head out to this restaurant and figure out some more details if they can find any clues to, you know, exploit Binswinger. We get back to the, I believe it's the seventies. Is it the seventies? Yeah, it is the seventies, 1975. So Kate and Telly are hanging out. And of course, Tully's at Kate's house and she's teaching her how to have a kiss because they have this big double date coming up and she's excited for it because this is the first time we see Kate in a relationship with someone in her teenage years and she's using teaching her how to use her hand and kind of how learn how to make out that way. So they both talk about it and Kate was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Like this magazine shows and shares how much, like what to do during a, in a relationship and how to humor and, you know, all this fun stuff. And we do see Sean show up and Kate decides, well, why don't we just try it on Sean? So Telly tries these new techniques that um, Kate has read to him right to her and she decides to do it and Sean's like sure no problem let me help you out so I felt like it was pretty good you know she was just like he's he asked her no she asked him like oh what did you do she's like well I did skateboarding because that's what I like and she's like oh no way cool I love that seems like you're very adventurous and you know they they do have great conversation um, and after that, uh, Kate's just like, oh my gosh, Telly, you did such a great job. And she tells her brother, like, you did a crappy job and this is why Robbie has a girlfriend and you don't. And then he gets like this flashback of a memory, how, you know, they both, the last time they saw each other, they were on the street together and they shared a kiss and never again. Right. So I thought that was kind of rude of Kate. I'm like, she's really harsh with her brother. And going into the present time, 2004, Kate decides to visit um, Johnny. Johnny has a new place uh, because I know last week's episode, you know, she was just like, you just got to leave and figure out what you're going to do with your life. Brings a olive plant to his house and she's very happy. Like he looks good. Like he's 
really, you know, using um, all the resources around him. He's going to therapy. He's done yoga. You know, he's doing a lot of things to get better. And you sh- you can see Kate, how happy she is. And, you know, she- he made the place look like home for the sake of Mara. And, you know, ha- she has her own room and she comes every so often. So, you know, he he looks good. He really... Now, we got to give it to the actor here because there's a lot that you have to learn and go through these emotions as a character. And he's done a fantastic job so far. But you can tell these two characters, these two... Kate and Johnny, obviously they have love for each other because they've obviously were married for such a long time. They've known each other for such a long time and seeing them in this moment as being separated, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, like they're meant to be together to the end. And I don't know where this is going to go because Johnny and Kate have gone through so much in such a short period of time since his recovery and all she wants is the best for him. So then all of a sudden we see here, uh, Charlie just sneaking into the house. Like it's hers and is like, well, Hey Kate, what are you doing? You know, how's it going? And Kate's just like, Oh, what are you, Hey, what are you doing here? So Johnny explains how they're trying to do a book together. Um, and they're working together on that. And that's been such a priority to get it done because obviously there's timelines, right? So Later on that day, we see Kate with Telly and they're really just filming their findings about um, PJ. So which is Parker J. Baldwin, who changed his name, we find out. And she's trying to do all this Google search. Um, Also, I forgot to mention at the beginning, the sound man was kind of was sharing an interest, if I could talk, with Kate. Um, But going back to them recording their findings. They find out it was uh, PJ's, the restaurant that she went to back in um, the 1990, was it 1994? No, it is. Is it? Okay. I think it was like 1994 at that time. So going back to the past of the middle of their lives. So she's like getting these flashbacks, like well, they don't show the flashbacks. You can tell she's like, wait a second. I'm like, I've been there before. Of course, we go back, flashing back to that moment when she hopped on the elevator with Danny. They arrive at the restaurant and she's just like, well, you know, I've, we've heard um, good things about your restaurant. We're trying to do a food segment and we just want to try what's good. What do you like about it? So we see a waitress, um, sorry, a waiter who is PJ. We find out later. And he doesn't say who he is. He's just a waiter. I know I just spoiled that moment, but we're going to get into it uh, shortly later on of this episode. But, um, you know, offers, hey, this is what's good. Danny's trying to plug in the questions like, oh, I heard um, Zwinger comes around here. And she's like, oh, does he come with a mistress? Does he come with another woman? Like, who is it? So he's obviously not sharing many much information, but um, he's like, so are you guys going to order something or what? So she says, you know what? I will have the oysters and uh, white wine and Danny was going to have some calamari. So off he goes and places the order and then we get to the back to the office at KO. Kate, I'm not going to even attempt to that. Well, we know that um, Kate is high and on ecstasy. And she's in the bathroom and she's having like this mirrored effect of seeing herself in the mirror asking like, what are you doing in your life? Like your mom at your age had a husband and two kids. Like what's going on with you? 
So she's like speaking to herself. And of course, Charlie was in a bathroom, comes out and she was just like, oh my gosh, like, what are you doing here? So she explains to Charlie, like, I'm really sorry. Like, oh my gosh, I really, I'm really sorry you had to hear that. And she's like, what? Like, I didn't hear anything. So she's like playing with her hair and she's like, oh my God, I think we should be friends. Like, I know you're obsessed with my boyfriend. Like, again, everyone's obsessed with him because he's like, oh, he just, I just take my shirt off for him. And (laughs) she ends up kissing her forehead and she's just like all over the place. Charlie's trying to figure out what the heck is wrong with this woman. Like, why is she touching me like this? And by the way, it's (laughs) KPOC. It just clued it to my mind. Uh, So they have that weird moment. Then we see um, (laughs) Johnny producing a carol segment and she's doing like some freestyling dance that she's been practicing all morning. And he's just there like, oh my God, that was so cool. Like, I cannot believe it. And Mutt's trying to control both of them because he was given the task to do it while Tully is on her investigating field trip. So these two are just like, obviously in a different world. Charlie comes up to Johnny and asks, Hey, like, you know, are you, did you want me to save you a spot or something? And then they talk about like, Oh, Hey, you know, I, my favorite animal is a kangaroo. My favorite animal is a cat and my favorite animal. I don't remember what Kate was, but you know, they, they share this moment and then they're hugging and they bring uh, Charlie into this group hug and they're just all over the face. But it was pretty fun because we got to see these two um, really <laughs> go through this and they're really into each other and they're just so in love and I really love them both. Moving on, we're at this double date back in 1975 Uh, Kate and Telly are on their double date and um, Kate decides to use what she's learned in the magazine. So her date's like, well, did you know about something about stars? And in the magazine said that you're supposed to laugh when they laugh. And she's just laughing, laughing. I can't talk today. I apologize. She's laughing hysterically, hysterically thinking that like, it's so funny. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Ha 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 ha. You're so awesome. You're so funny. Like she's acting that sort of way. And he's just like, well, I copied it from your test. Like, oh, you cop, you don't even know who you copy. Oh my God. You're so smart. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Kate, stop. Just be yourself. This guy asked you out because he likes you for who you are. So I feel like that date is not going so well, but Tully and her date is going really well. And they're having conversation and talking about destiny, how she doesn't believe in destiny, but he does. And yeah, so Kate and her date decide to, you know what? She gives her the signal on the arm and kind of says, leave me alone with this guy. So Kate, as a good friend as she is, takes her date and says, hey, let's go have some ice cream. And she does. And we see Telly with her date alone. But then we fast forward into uh, the 1994 where they're at the restaurant. They're at PJ's. They're waiting for their food. And Danny's just like, this is crazy. Like, your story is a bus. I don't know what we're doing here. Like, this, we can't. So um, PJ, who is the owner and the waiter of the restaurant, which he doesn't say his name. 
he he comes up with the food, gives her the coffee, and she not because he says, "Well, here, um, oysters and calamari on the house for me uh, to this lovely couple." And she's like, well, we're not a couple. And she knocks the coffee pot that he had in his hand and went all over her hand. And he's like, oh, don't worry. Let me take care of you. Let's go to the back and wash off. So, you know, it's, oh my gosh, the, he was so nice and sweet. And you start to wonder, like, what happens if he actually said, you know, who he really was? Um, And it got me thinking here. And I was just like, oh my God, just going back to this moment. And gives her an olive, an olive. Again, I can't talk and I can't think. It's been such a long day. Um, give her an olive vera plant and says, here, take this with you. So he explains to her um, that the fairy's going to leave in like four minutes. You might be able, you might miss it. And she's like, oh my God, I got to run. I got to run. So she ends up leaving. Um, and then we end up going back to the present time in 2004, where they're at the restaurant where she was at and it's closed. So they're like, okay, well, we can't catch the ferry because Kate said it wasn't the same as the website, according to the brochure. And, you know, it's her fault. <laughs> now they got to find a place to stay. So, of course, Telly being there before, she's like, I know a good hotel. Um, let's just stay there and do this the next day. So we get a flashback again um, when her and Danny stayed at that motel. And you can see these two, they're really in love with each other. So he ended up helping her out, grabbing her some ice, grab a towel and really place it over to the burn of the hand, um, the burn of her hand. And, you know, you guys, you guys are in love. Okay. Just say it, admit it to each other. You just want that to happen for these two, right? Because you want the best for Telly. And we've seen her, how much she's struggled. So they're like, oh, turn on the news. We got to figure out, we got to see what happened. So knowing these two were high as a kite, they're looking at the news and they're just like, what the heck was this segment? Like, it was just so calm and collective. Um, we see the behind the scenes, both of them on the sidelines, just high as a kite. Kate's drinking her water out of this like four liter jug. Um, is it four liters or two liters? I could be wrong. But anyways, it was a pretty big jug of water. And they're just like, oh yeah, you know what? This is the best thing. Oh my gosh, I just produced this. Carol's just like, oh my God, I loved it. This was the best thing I've ever said. Like what happened over there? So he's really winding down because it's been such a long day. These two are getting their high, you know, their highs leaving the door. So (laughs) you can see them winding down and Mutt's just like, oh, thank goodness. Like this thing's over. And much just like today, you know, I was the student, like, and shakes their hand because it was such a great show. <laughs> While Kate and Danny watching this, like, okay, like, what has happened here? So they do have this conversation sitting down and they, they, they have this intimate moment where Johnny's just like, I love you, Kate Malarkey. Malarkey, you're my life. And he asks her to move in with her. Isn't that crazy? And she's just like, okay, I love you too. I'm going to move in with you. So we go back to their double date where 1975, where Telly 
um, is really alone with her date and they share a kiss. And then all of a sudden she gets this because the poor girl's gone through trauma in her past and the fact that she was raped. Um, she gets these images at her flashbacks again and pretty much had to leave her date. Um, so she's very disappointed that that had to happen that way. And we go to the present time where Kate is talking to Johnny and saying, Hey, oh my gosh, like, how is Mara? How are you doing? You know, Mara's good. She's settling in and she's just like really happy for him. She shares it through her voice. Like, you know, I'm happy that you're adjusting well and I just want to see the success and I want you to be happy. And he's just like, you know, that's all I want for you too, Kate. I want you to be happy as well. And we do see the sound guy who's just like, hey, I'm going to order a pretty perfume. You want to join me? And she's just like, well, you know, I got an early morning. Tomorrow's going to be a long day. I'm going to get some rest. And then all of a sudden she talks to herself like, why did I do that? I, why am I doing this? She's still hung up on Johnny. She still loves him. And she can't find herself to really, uh, you know, take that next step in her life, which, of course, it's not easy. Uh, so she she kind of just bumps. She actually bumps into um, Tully's PR girl, which I forgot her name, her agent, and kind of just say, hey, like, you know, give me some advice. And she's like, don't worry, you'll figure it out. <laughs> now we go back to 1975. We see Tully walking home from her date because she ran away and bumps into Sean. And Sean's just like, are you okay? What's wrong with you? Because she had tears coming down her eyes. And she's just like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like broken. Like, how could this happen? Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And she's like, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. And Sean's trying to, you know, help her out and say like, I, I hear you. And she asked her like, have you kissed a girl? And she's just like, well, I've kissed. I forgot the girl that she met, he mentions, but basically he's like, her tongue was down her, his down, her tongue was down his throat and she just didn't feel comfortable or didn't feel that connection back or something like that. So Sean tries to console Kelly, uh, Kelly, Telly. And again, guys, I can't talk today. <laughs> this episode was so jam-packed that I was like, oh my gosh, how am I supposed to do this? But I'm doing it right. We're halfway there. So Sean and Telly try to try it out. Let's just do it once and we won't speak of this again and we'll try it out. And she also, before that, I forgot to mention, she does apologize uh, to him about um, Robbie being in a relationship with a girl and how he's heartbroken about that. And um, going back to this, you know, they try it out, meaning they actually go make out and they actually have sex. You know, they just do it. And he was very gentleman-like asking when they were kissing, like, is this okay? Are you okay with this? And she said she was fine. Now we go back to 1994. They're in the motel. They are watching a show together, Danny and uh, with Danny. And all of a sudden, I'm telling you, these guys are in love. Of course, they go at it. <laughs> if you guys hear our 90 Day Fiance recaps, I'm talking about rocking and rolling. <laughs> it's funny how I just said it when they were young. They had sex, okay? Now they have sex with Danny. She's having sex with Danny. So it's like... All of a sudden, I change the terms. Um, and then we go into the present. So this is where it gets, like, confusing. Like, you're, it's like you're in the same place, but in two different times, right? 
So we see Cloud with uh, Telly in the present time and in the same hotel and motel. And she's just explaining to her, like, you know, I'm really sorry. Like, you know, I, I was such a horrible mom, but you were such a great kid. And she's really trying to apologize. And she's like, you know, let's just save it for tomorrow. Let's save it for tomorrow. And Cloud's like, yeah, we'll save it for the cameras. Uh, so Kate comes out. She gets all freshened up, getting ready to go to bed. And, you know, she Cloud says, uh, you know, don't stay up too late giggling. Like something she would say when they were young. But the, the two friends are there and really such a great support system. And then we go into the next day in the present time where they're trying to figure out, okay, the restaurant's going to open in five minutes. And uh, Telly's kind of at a point where I don't know if I can do this. Could I still do this? And the hostess from back in the day who led them into a seat with Danny at that time, she's like, you know, is Telly Hart, is that you? And Telly turns around and looks at her. She's like, yes, I'm looking to see if I can speak to the owner. And, um, and she's like, well, I'm the owner. And she's like, well, what happened to PJ? And she said, well, he passed away six weeks ago. So she gets all like, hold on a second, walks away for a moment and was just like, what the heck? This guy passes away six weeks ago. What is going on? So Cloud is like, oh my gosh, she feels heartbroken. She's going through a lot of emotions because she's getting these flashbacks of when they first met and how he's actually gone. He's no longer in, in this world. He's not part of this world anymore. So Telly has this moment and she doesn't know how to react. So she starts laughing. She's like, can you believe this? Six weeks ago and Kate's just trying to like process it. And like, obviously she knows her pretty well and tries to console her that way. And she's like, you know, he's dead. Six weeks? Like, you gotta be kidding me. She's like, I know it's awful. Like, what can we do? And she's like, I can't do this. I need to get out of here. Screw this docu-series. Screw my career. Screw the universe. Screw everything. I'm going to Alaska. She's like, I don't care. Six weeks? Like, six weeks. And she's like, well, Kate basically says, let me just... Let's just send home the, the film crew. Like, let's just go to Alaska cancel everything and we start our lives being a supportive friend which of course she would have gone because she's separated right and then all of a sudden Telly gets this moment and you see her face move like you know what I have to do this I need to fix my makeup and we have to do this so they all go inside into the restaurant and she's trying to explain like you know how did you know him she's like he's my husband you know I've been the host for such a long time he didn't know um you were his daughter and Cloud explains, well, he wrote me a letter saying like he was done and to wish me luck. And she says, well, no, he told me that you changed your mind and you sent in a letter and that you would take care of it. And she's like, no, I didn't. Like he was in love with this guy. So the, we see the flashback of him reading that letter, what actually happened back in the day, which obviously his, his wife today doesn't know. So she couldn't process like, you know, cause it's telling her basically a lie. So Kate, does Telly, uh, Telly thinks, well, do you think they gave him money? Because, you know, our grandmother took care of us. Could it be, was it a bribe? Like, what was it? 
And apparently his brother would come around when he was running for governor because he didn't want his reputation uh, from from one person to have that reputation onto the family. Uh, But he couldn't stand his own brother who was running for governor. And he changed his name and he just didn't want to be a part of it. He just removed himself from his family. And when he apparently came back from Europe, he said that he tried looking for her and couldn't find her. So she just had to leave the docuseries and she's just like, I can't do this. But um, Telly just wanted to keep going. She's like, I need to know more. Keep the cameras rolling. So she ended up asking her, her father didn't know about me, but you know, what's what happened? So apparently this article that she was in, she brought it up to PJ and she was just like, hey, like Telly, it's Telly. So apparently they did the math and they calculated that Telly Hart is her father. So PJ is Telly Hart's father. PJ, the one who served her oysters with Danny and, and Calamari, except added in, that's what Danny ordered and gave her that olive, uh, that olive, the aloe vera plant was her dad. Her dad helped her out when the coffee spilled over. And in that moment, she just, again, having this flashback of her father that she did not even know about. And apparently, he tried to work up the courage and always told people that he had a famous plant. And he had this famous plant that he gave away, and and it's famous, referring to Telly. But he didn't have the courage to really, you know, say, like, that's my daughter. And... I was just like, oh, so heartbroken because this is a moment where she's putting the puzzle, the pieces to the puzzle and the fact that he's passed away, she was able to meet him, but couldn't really meet him as a father, only met him as a, a waiter at the restaurant because he really kept under, under wraps. Like he was saying he wasn't the owner, even though he was. So she was just like, oh my God, that like, that is him. And, um, she decides she has this moment where she's holding on to her dad's photo because the his wife ended up bringing him a picture and it's exactly the same guy that we saw back in uh, 1994 and um she's she was saying you know he's an a-hole and she's like well my husband was a good man she's like not my father not your husband his brother. So she decides we need to find Ben Swanger. So she knows where he usually hangs out. He knows how he is because he obviously she was confronted by him uh, many times back in the day. And she's like, we have to do this. We need to get closure. So the camera crew comes out. We see him coming down the steps and Telly wants to talk to him, um, confront him and Cloud's just like oh my gosh I don't think I can do this this is too much for me I already got the closure that I needed this is just too much for me she's like I'm happy to be alive I'm happy to be here he's just a sad old man he will yell and it doesn't change I'm not I'm done being angry and then Telly's like well I'm not so as Telly's approaching him with the camera crew he's just like what's he says what's all of this and Telly says stop rolling the cameras and slaps him across the face. <laughs> and that's for, and she says, that's for my mother. Okay, we can start rolling the camera, she says. And he says, I have nothing to say to you. 
And she's like, you have to owe me at least this much, seeing as you never invite me to family reunions. And he says, is that supposed to be some kind of a bombshell? It's the truth, she says. And you know how? Because you were told that you were convicted by a criminal. Someone who spent years harassing me and threatened me by a family and I should sue the both of you, he says. And she says, all of those times you just pretend that you don't know who I am. And she, he says, well, you pretended that your mother was dead. And she responds, you ruined her life. And he says, I saved her. You think you would have been where you are today? She is a drug addict. I helped her. I gave her money. I told her to make something out of herself. And he continues, like, she should be thanking me. And she's just like, and you should too as well. Uh, like, where did you think you got your talent? He adds on. You certainly didn't get it from her side of the family. And then he chuckles. And then she says, well, I certainly didn't get anything from you. I'm glad you're just a pathetic, lonely, one-term governor <laughs> who lost his brother because of his selfishness and greed. And as much as it hurts that I never knew my father, at least I never had to call you uncle. And then she walks away from him. And Kate and her agent was just like, oh my God. You know, Kate just says that is Telly effing Hart because that's Telly Hart. Agent's super happy. And of course, we go back to the past of 1994, where the next day Johnny uh, calls in Kate. Uh, sorry, calls in. Um, yeah, well, Kate comes into his office, hands him a coffee and says, hey, I spoke to um, their boss and they said, you know, it's okay. Next time I'm not drugging you ever again because I didn't know. And apparently boss, you know, he talked him down. So they're not in trouble. They're not getting fired. And she was just like, you know, the things that were said yesterday, I, you know, you were under the influence. And he's just like, no, I'm being serious. I want you to live with me. I love you, Kate. I want you to be with me at all times. And then she's like all excited. And uh, Kate, uh, Telly, sorry, and Danny come into his office and he's like, well, you know, Billy's retiring and we need a new weekend anchor. So it's down to the two of you. You'll both audition and the best one gets the job. So they're both excited for this challenge. And I'm curious to know where their dynamic uh, friendship, which I think it's cool. I think it's a relationship. They just don't know it, but they're definitely in love with each other. There's only so long you can be friends with benefits because there is something between them. Moving on into the present, we see Cloud taking uh, Telly to the bookstore that um, her and her father met. And she explains to her, like, this is where we met. This is the book that he was reading. And pretty much... Um, she she is upset of what happened that she couldn't you know share her father earlier than that and um she just wants to have this moment without the cameras rolling to really know more about her dad and she explains to her how her, she has her dad's eyes she is so much like him so many traits and personalities that she got from him and you know just they just a moment together to really you know, think about their father. Uh, going back to the past where we leave off of um, Kate's farm, we know we that Sean and um, Telly are having their moment. <laughs> we see that, mm, that friend of Kate, the one that likes to boss people around, 
here and sees them from far away. And then we see her turn around, heading home. And going back into the present, we do see um, Johnny and Charlie working together and um, saying how, you know, they're wrapping up their night of writing and everything and how, you know, she, Charlie brings up how treating people with PTSD and ecstasy can, using ecstasy can help apparently from a professor from a university. And he has this chuckle because he recalls the moment of Kate and him being on ecstasy at work. And of course she was there and it was like, I remember that day because both of you were just crazy. And, um, Charlie adds in, well, where's Mara? Oh, she's sleeping over at a friend. And uh, Charlie's like, oh, really? So why don't we just hang out and watch a movie or something or just talk? And uh, Johnny just looks at her. And I was just like, oh, my God, are they going to kiss? Like, what's going on? So Johnny sees this aloe vera plant literally right behind her on the countertop. She's sitting on the countertop. And she gets this flashback of Kate bringing it in the first time. And this olive vera plant gives him a reminder and of Kate. I feel like it's just a reminder of Kate because, again, you know, these two were in love for such a long time. And, you know, they do have feelings for together for each other. They just don't know how to move on from this and what's going to work. So Charlie asks, well, you know, do you want to hang out? And he's just like, no, I'm going to call it a night. I'm going to call it a night. And he's just staring at this plant, gives him the flashback of both of them when they were high as a kite and how they were both in that moment where he's asking her, you know, let's um, move in together. And then we see Johnny still in the present moment going to back to Kate's, well, their house. Kate's just living in it. And he sees through the window Kate with the sound guy and they were just standing not too close to each other but quite a bit of a distance just having a drink and she's chuckling and he sees both of them through the window and he just doesn't know what to do so he decides to walk off and I was just like oh my gosh Johnny I feel for you I feel for you because this olivera plant is giving him all of these flashbacks and all of these um, memories of Kate. So this olivera is like olivera plant. Am I saying this right? Olivera? I feel like I'm saying olive branch, but it's not. It's an olivera plant. <laughs> Again, I apologize. Giving all these flashbacks. So I'm curious to know what's going to happen because, you know, Johnny's kind of realizing like, damn, like I need my wife. My wife's been helping me through this and he's finally realizing the little things. And it's like, of course, they've been married for such a long time. And, you know, they they had to, you know, just separate each other. You needed space. And with this space now, it's more of a thing of, okay, you know, we need this space. And he's realizing all the amazing things about her. So I'm just like, I don't know. I just, I just want them back together. I really want them back together. Again, there's so much back and forth with this episode and I apologize for any, you know, names that I've forgotten, some of the stuff that I've forgotten. It's 
a really, these episodes are getting harder and I don't know what's going to happen next week, but next week we are going to be recapping episode six. So reborn on the 4th of July, that's what it's called. Um, so again, next week it's episode six. I cannot wait what happens because this is just getting good. I really, I just hope that Johnny and Kate can get back together because obviously we can see how happy Kate is with Johnny, but you know, she's just getting herself out there slowly. We see this dynamic between him and Charlie that I feel like Kate thinks that he likes her and they're, they're going on some sort of thing and probably thinking that maybe I need to move on because Johnny's moved on. So many unanswered uh, questions here, but I'm excited to see what the next episode will bring. And guys, thank you so much again to all my listeners from a little bit of everything with me. And of course, CQP Moments podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this recap. It's been a solo to my girl coupon queen pin. Um, I hope we can make this work the next following week for episode six. And I hope I did a, such a great job for you. And like she always says, be good to yourself and be good to each other. And that's all we have for now. 